Howdy y'all and welcome to Texas Watch for the week of Tuesday, May 5th, 2020. I'm your host Project and joining me as always is the Tracer Main with the biggest brain, ZXO. What's up man, we are back for another week. Another uh, gonna week. Be another week of some good Overwatch uh, for maybe one of our teams. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've, got, we've got some pretty good stuff to talk about. Um, the We've talked about before the May stuff happening with the tournaments and how all these games are going to really matter. Mm. Uh, but yeah, one of our teams is on a little bit more of a streak than the others, put it that way. Yeah, well, well, don't worry, we'll get there, we'll get there, because this is Texas Watch. You can catch the show right here on twitch.tv forward slash Project AR every Tuesday at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time, because Texas time is bestest time. If you can't catch the show live, don't worry about it. We are on podcast services around the globe. That means your Spotify's, your Google Podcasts, your Apple Podcasts. We're there. We can be in your ear holes while you're driving, while you're commuting to work, maybe while you're working. Well, I mean, work does, does anybody commute right now? <laughs> is, no, that, is that still a thing? Unless you're an essential worker, that is probably mm. the only way you're mm. ever commuting right now. But that well, is not happening for a lot of people. If you're still out there on the front lines as an essential worker, thank you. We appreciate it. All of yes. y'all still yeah. at HEB? Yes. The yes. Outlaws Glass salutes you. I, I will crack one and drink to that. <laughs> but thank with you, that, yes. Oh my God, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but with that being said, uh, let's jump straight into it. Let's start talking about the Houston Outlaws who came from a rough game against the San Francisco Shock last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's, let's, let's talk about that for a second, if we will. Uh, yeah, so my take on it. Well, to say <laughs> we got our ass handed to us. Yeah, yeah. On a platter. Y'all um, got 3 I, I forgot to mention that. Each, each map wasn't even really close, uh, to be honest. Um... We looked like just an overmatched team. At a certain point, the San Francisco Shock were kind of memeing on us a little bit. Um, many teabags were had. I'm sorry, excuse me. Tactical, tactical crouches. crouches. Tactical crouching, Zay. No we gotta keep it PC. It. <laughs> that, that's that's you know that's too that's early 2000. Dude, have man. you it's seen? 2020. Did you see the uh, COD? I think it was like for COD Mobile. They were like doing the whole commercial where the guy was like actually doing a teabag. And I'm yeah, like, like and the guys yeah. just like not turning around to look at him. I did yeah. see that. Yeah, yeah. So it's still a thing, but I'm sorry. Let's do the official Overwatch League broadcast term of much tactical crouching was done by the San Francisco Shock. Um, it um yeah, and they were even playing a little bit off meta. Uh, they even had I think, uh, who was it? Oh my god, I can't forget Rascal. Yeah, he was playing. He switched from like support to like DPS. And then he went to Echo, and he dominated Dante as Echo. Rascal yeah. may be the best Echo in the league right now, and that's not surprising because of the fact that he's graded every damn hero in the game. So it, it's, it, it was really tough sledding for us, especially when our carry, Dante, doesn't have a, little, a lot of space to do anything. Not much he can really do, right? So um, I wish I had more of an assessment on the game. I struggled through it. Can we? Um, well, we can at least talk about the fact that y'all drew on Paris. Like, yeah, uh, at least that's something. You Do didn't you know get how wiped? we drew on Paris. You should have. It's dude, Paris. Okay. Come on. <laughs> no, you should. Okay, so we've seen this multiple times in the league, right? Paris first point, where you either get rolled or full held, right? It was one of those moments where we had point one. And the shot come back in and take it back. Killing our time bank. Like, it was bad. And then we proceed to complete the map, and then they complete the map, and then we both go 3-3, or we tie uh, by getting, I think it was 3-3, right? Uh, was yes, it? it was 3-3. 3-3. Okay, that's what I thought. So on the second point, we both need to get percent So, no, that's why it was so forgettable, because you were just like, we should have won that map. We, you know, did you know the Outlaws highest win percentage of map type is assault we really? went assault over 60 percent of the time isn't it because yeah. you got well i mean previously in previous seasons the outlaws were known as the best defensive team like your guys' defense was super great that's not the case anymore i i, I still want to think that the team has an upper hand on that but i don't think that's well true i i think because of i think we have good team synergy 
to do an assault map, defense or attack, you have to really know, you don't know what you're doing and have a plan and be able to work together with your team very well. Control is a little more 1v1. Hybrid, hybrid and escort are more snowball-y. Like once you get the cart moving and keep winning fights, it can happen really quickly. Or once you get stuck, you can really get held down. Assault is very, you win-lose, start over. Mm. Win-lose, start over. And it's very set play-ish. And I think that's where our coaching comes into play with Harsha being very a very good coach and our team being around for as long as they've been. Our team is full of just veterans, dude. We've got a ton of people. Everyone has just experience. Okay. So when okay. it comes to those set play type of moments, I think the outlaws do really well. Let me but... jump off of that. Let me jump off of that if I may. Uh, so mm-hmm. two things. Howdy the coolest in chat. We got our VIP. What's up? Second. All right. Uh, what does this team need to start actually succeeding, to start getting those dubs? Is it like do we, we need, need to make some changes in staff? Is it a strategy thing? We need more firepower. We we need we don't have enough versatility in the DPS role. Um, Dante's the most versatile DPS is Tracer, um, Sombra, and Echo. Um, can run the May as well. He's played Reaper too. He can do all that at a reasonably at, from an average to great level. But Blase does not do that. Um, Linkser, and we'll get it to a little bit later when it comes to Lone Star Showdown, has disappointed a little bit this season. Um, but all that said, um, there are just a couple holes. I mean, you have to have a couple holes in your team to be sitting right now. What are we, 18th, I think, 17th in the uh, league? Let me get back we're, to you we're on somewhere that. In, we're somewhere in that range. So that means you have multiple holes. You don't get to the bottom of the, bed, the map like that without multiple holes. So um, I know I go back and forth on Blase. Some weeks he's on Doomfist and he's great. Other weeks he's doing other heroes and it's not so much. Uh, but we, we need more versatility in the other DPS slot aside from Dante. Tank wise, I think we're okay. We are, but we're, we have a top ten tank lineup. I think I think our tank lineup is good enough to be in the upper half of the league. I think our support line is also very good. I think that's our strongest point in the Outlaws, being with Repel, Jexay, and Rockus, who's been in the rotation the most. I think they're the, the the biggest one of the biggest reasons that we've had wins at all. But your guys' DPS um, line so, isn't that bad either. It, so it's not. Then what's that, the question? I, I I think it's the weakest spot though. Yeah? I, I think our DPS is the weakest spot, even though our carry is Dante. I think if I had to tell me one person I want to replace first, it'd be Blase. Give me give me almost eight, not almost almost anybody. There are some really shitty DPS out there. So let me not do him dirty like that. I ain't doing any dirty like that, Blase. <laughs> He's a good DPS, but just need more versatility in the role. Okay. Um so the first person I would change is Blase and get another DPS in there who's more versatile. Um, except for Doomfist. Obviously you have Doomfist, you put Blase in. I think the the, the best Doomfist in the league. I'll say it here right now to anyone. Doomfist one v one, Blase will win. Uh, aside from that, it, there's question marks. Then next, if I had to pick, it would it would probably be Muma. Um, he it's it's hard to pick. You can because you can fit only about eight or nine tanks, I think, above Muma and say like, yeah, they're definitely better than him. Aside from that, he's right in the middle of the pack. So I don't yeah. know how much of an upgrade you really get by getting rid of Muma and getting a new main tank, which is why I think he's still there because he's still very serviceable. I think his support line is amazing. I think Rappel, Jexay, and Rockets have done great this season what they've had to work with, kind of. Um, but they're just <laughs> no <of>. explosive. Dante's <laughs> the only explosive player. He's the only player that's like, yo, I'm about to get, well, besides Blase on Doomfist. Yes. I want to keep prepping that. But that, that's Blase on one of, thir- oh, no, I want to say 32, but the 12 that he has available. Right. So when they switch that core, it's going to counter Doomfist. Especially now, so this, this coming week, McCree and Widow will be um, back in the rotation. So McCree's in flashbang and Mario's gonna snipe. Like I, we haven't seen much widow all season to be honest. Yeah. But that's a possibility. So it, it really puts us in a bind of what we can really do. We feel really limited. Um uh Muma on Winston Reinhardt is is serviceable. Winston's his best tank in my opinion. Reinhardt's serviceable, he's a little over aggressive and feeds sometimes, so it's inconsistent. It's just uh, it's just I've noticed I think, you I haven't said shot. anything about Mecco. Mecco is solid because he's solid. Yeah. He is, but he's a one trick. So yeah. Me- well, Mecco, his Sigma wasn't that bad. It's not. It's not. I just say it was. It's not. It's okay. It's serviceable. Yeah. I give you. Okay. I give you. I give you the benefit of the doubt and say notes. Sigma is better than Mecco. I would agree with that. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, so, so, so that. 
I think that, and he plays Zarya's okay. Zarya's decent too. He's a serviceable main tank. I think our main tank line is average. Like, if you had to like put the two of them all in like different categories of like their DPS two average or tank average and like their support average, I say our support average is above average, mm -hmm. um, if not really good. Tank is average between the two. I think Mecco is better as an off tank just because the defense is that good. Our DPS line is average to below average. Just because Dante is like great, Blase is like. Off of Doomfist, it's like, like there's like nothing there, and he bottoms out. So, well, what you uh, have three DPS? Do you have four DPS? We have hydration just sitting there again. Where the fuck has hydration YouTube. been all season? He's been. I, in, I uh, legit forgot you guys had hydration on the team. I'm not gonna lie to you. He's just kicking it, getting paid, watching YouTube. Watching PewDiePie videos and his exclusive <laughs> streamer on YouTube now. That's what he's doing. I feel bad, dude. Like, I remember thinking, like, Hydration got picked up by the Outlaws. That's a really good pickup for them because Hydration, I consider him really good as DPS. He's very flexible. He he's like, very, and he can play, play off-tank, too. Like, he's a great Roadhog. He do you really think does. that it's just, I, I mean, maybe in the sake of Hydration not being on, it could be, like, maybe he's not performing in practice as well. Maybe he's not performing yeah, I, in scrims. I, I, it, it has to be because from a name perspective, you told me with, you know, erase this season and we were making a starting lineup like we did earlier this year. Mm. We had Blase, Linkser, and Hydration. I had Dante and Hydration starting. Yeah. Or Dante, Linkser, like, uh, uh, but not really Blase. He wasn't the one I had picked at all. That's why I, everyone remembered the week one and week two of this season. Outlaws fans are freaked out. We were like, Blase starting? What? And he's worth playing McCree? What? We have Linkser. What's going on? So, and that was the whole sickness and everything else. And Linkser mm. admitted he wasn't playing very well. So, so we have, it seems like we have potential, but people aren't stepping up mm. is what it comes down to. We have the, we have enough good enough names to be a, a top 10 between 10 and 10, 12, 8 and 12, between 8th place and 12th place team. That's what average I think we are. But you're not performing at that level. Like I, I want to go back. You did ask, like, what are you? So the Outlaws right now are 17th. Uh, they are four and eight with a map differential of negative nine. See, yeah, that's. I guess we're working the doing the best of what we have, but I think I mean I'm just the kind of guy I play. You know, sports simulation games. You know, the Maddens, the 2Ks, mm -hmm. and stuff. Were you, are you the point, fucking man, guy that plays the coaching ones too? Oh, the football simulator? Oh, yeah, dude. Where all you do is just, like, tell them what to do, and they have to play like themselves. Yeah. That's what you're talking about? Yeah. yeah. Huh. I play those, dude. That's because you do the salary cap, and you have to sign and release players, and it's cool because you can't control. You don't actually play. You go yeah. put them out there and call the strategy, and the AI does everything else. So, yeah, I like those games, too. Hmm. And in this situation, when you have a team like this, there's something called morale. Your team is like, yeah you're, yeah, you're you're getting programmed how to lose. Like, there's not a winning mentality. Like, so like the shock, the simple shock takes stupid fights because they're so confident they can just win everything. We don't do that. We just there's always this hesitation. There's this like not belief that oh here we go again. We're gonna lose or something like that. I can't speak for the team. I'm not in the locker room, but I think that's something that may be the case. I think we need to shake some things up. Bring us oh, some fresh blood, man. Let me get, let me get, ask get, this. We're in a pandemic situation right now, right? It's, it's uh -huh. a little bit more difficult for trades to happen, for teams to reorganize and restructure. If mm -hmm. we weren't in this situation, do you think we would have seen, like, trades? We're not out of the active trade window for Overwatch League yet. Yeah, so, it'd be tough to, especially with players playing from different locations at home and, you know, all over. Like, if we were to get a Korean player, like, that would not work. Right, because right. they're in Korea, and all our players are on the Western Hemisphere. Our, How do we do scrims? How do, do we do the games? Outlaws play in a? Do they play in like a team house, or at no, least a, every, everyone's everyone at home? has their everyone has their own home or individual apartment. Okay, okay. Because I'm like I know on some teams like Dallas, for example, which we will talk about next, but I, I want to talk mm -hmm. about this for a little bit longer. Uh, yeah. Dallas as a team, they live separately, but they play at their HQ, right? I, right. I see, like, other teams. Uh, what, what, who played last weekend? I think Washington actually plays in their own HQ as well. Like, it's just... Oh, I the, believe that. I just don't know how trades would work, how, like, relocation would work in a time like this. Because I'm sure that the Outlaws could use a trade or two. I mean, trade hydration. If he's not going to yeah. play, 
Fuck him. Yeah, exactly. Well, he's a great him. asset. You think, you think, <laughs> I mean, I hate to say it, I would never wish this on anybody, but Boston will take him. Like, I hate to tell him. But they'll take him. Like, like come on now. So well, that's Jerry and hydration? <laughs> Bro, just, just take Jerry. Oh, this is good, but... But I mean, Colorado's I, I mean, been on we, that roster since season two, dude. He ain't going nowhere, dude. Imagine if we get Jerry, we had Jerry and Dante. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, it never happened because McCree and Tracer would be fun. Yeah, because that's all we need. Because Dante plays everything else. Jerry just plays McCree, Widow, or Hanzo. He's a great Hanzo too. Mm. Um, he's real hot or cold, but I'll take hot or cold on any hero than cold on every other hero besides <laughs> Yeah, that's so I'll, yeah. and Boston's known to unload assets just because they don't give a shit. Their they're, whole team just, <laughs> what's it? They're, they're the workshop team. They're the hey players come here to be Overwatch League level, but you're 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 gonna get practice. That, that's what this is for. Practice. Yeah, you're gonna get rolled. And Boston's too busy worried about making a profit than they are about fielding a winning team. Yeah. A lot of these teams who have these high salary players, they don't make a lot of money to be honest, unless they start winning these tournaments that Overwatch is going to start having, or the end of season tournament. Um, if they don't win those, you could have a team of great players and underperform and be in the red. So you never know. So Boston's like, hell no, we're just going to have some cheap players and yep. lose, and we'll still be making money somehow. I think I would hope so. If you're going to lose any games, I'd hope you still at least be making money. Because if not, what's the fucking point? I'm sure they're making some kind of money over there in Boston, but that's that's I, neither I here nor there. What is here is the Dallas Fuel and getting some wins against the Washington Justice. Uh, Last week, we saw Dallas take a handy 3-0 win against the Washington Justice. Uh, Quite literally, it was the opposite of the Outlaws game. Sorry. Uh, Oh, I'm sure. I I mean, it's fair. I mean, I can't argue with facts. I can't argue with YouTube video. Check the clip. Check the clip. We were getting fragged, and y'all were fragging. That's all. That's all it was. Doha definitely on the echo was awesome. He surprised me a little bit with on this. This is something in the echo conversation that I want to have in this uh, part of the show. Mm -hmm. But uh, his clone, or what's 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 their ultimate called? Duplicate. Uh, Duplicate. Duplicate. There we go. His duplicate targets were really interesting for me. Like, he was doing a lot of supports. Uh, he occasionally picked the tank, but it was mostly the support. I'm a fan of that. I think yeah. when initially her alt came out, I, that was my first instinct with the copies in Yada, and you get a free trance. You need to hit, you hit two headshots, and you get a free trance. Lucio's a little bit harder because it's harder to aim his, you know, his, his left click, his uh, mouse one fire. But you can get support alts really quick. Yeah. Or if you're or Moira too. So my initial reaction when Echo is released would be to copy support. But everyone just copies Reinhardt or Winston because it's easy and it's pretty basic. Well, that's because um, the tank ultimates are, in, in my opinion, some of the most impactful. Like, yes, the support mm-hmm. ultimates will save you in a fight. But, like, mm-hmm. in every single... Because I've been playing a little bit of Echo. I'm not going to hide that. In the, oh, why would you? Yeah, she's a new hero. Right. Uh, in some of the fights where I duplicate, I would usually try to duplicate the tank, uh, just because it's like, okay, cool. Like Reinhardt's a great example. Getting like two, three swings, you get a shatter. Boom. Feels good. Feels it, real good. I, I wonder if you, did you see a clip? Uh, I think it was uh, what's his name, J three, whatever other uh, guy is. You know that is the Overwatch Mm-mm. player, the streamer. Mm-mm. Anyway, um, he <laughs> it was a clip on Twitter about him. He got shattered three times. Oh my god. He got, he got, so that he grabbed, and the echo duplicated their right their right heart, swung in the grab like at the other right heart shattered. Mm-hmm. Then the other right heart on their team shattered, oh. and then the other ride that the echo ride charged and got a pin to get another shatter and shattered again. That's <laughs> so the echo that's ride way got too much shattered. CC. Oh my god, dude! And with the clips hilarious, the dude's just like. He was like staring at the street like I fucking quit. He's like I don't I don't want to play anymore. <laughs> what do you do? It was great. It's a, yeah. but uh, it's a it's a it's a powerful ultimate when you copy tanks. Oh, but go absolutely. Ahead. Sorry. No, it's it's okay. It's okay. The the thing about Echo that I'm finding really interesting is she is pe- creating a new meta. I feel like whenever Echo is in play, you have to think about like. Like in the position of the Echo, you have to think about what does my team need right now. You know what I mean. True. 
Like, sometimes I will copy the support because I see my ultimate and I'm like, okay, they're kind of pushing in with their ults. What do we do? Oh, wait, let me copy my support, get more. Boom, I got coalescence in two seconds. Uh, or yep. one, because you already get coalescence in two seconds. <laughs> exactly. You basically, you, you, you click, you spray on someone. Coalescence. <laughs> coalescence. The only reason you can't get like four is because the actual alt lasts so long that you probably can't get very yeah, many. Right. You probably get one, maybe two, probably just one. But in regards to the fuel game, I I was happy watching it. I mean, it's a win. Uh, yeah. I'm and... <laughs> beating on bottom feeders. Admit it. Admit it. It's, it's, it's fun, but at the same time, it's the same thing of why I hate winning comp games against a team with levers. You know, like uh, it's it's not really fun. <laughs> equating the Washington Justice Year match to the Washington <laughs> Might as fucking Weaver. well be, dude. Like, that, watching insane. back that game is like, some of these players That's aren't insane. even there. It's like, you got Corey, he's he's playing hard. Tuba mm-hmm. is okay. You got Roar. You got Ark and Name God trying. You got Roar. <laughs> you got Roar continuing on. I, I'm sorry, but like, I feel like the Justice are a team that, like, they have a good core, and they have a few really good players, but they're not a whole team. And I think it's evident watching them play. Like, the reason why the field were able to, like, do so well against them is we've kind of adopted, like, a dive structure over the past few games. And all, all it takes is you break down the Justice just a little bit, and the team cohesion collapses. And it's like that yep. for the entire three games. Yep, they panic. As soon as someone starts diving them, they don't rotate and know how to... I don't know. Or Especially when man goes down. When they lose a person, that's just it. Like, they're the opposite of the NYXL. NYXL loses a person. <laughs> they they'll probably fighting. win the fight. They probably win the fight. <laughs> yep. If NYXL loses, like, Jonak first, you're like, oh, there goes Zen. They're going to lose. Wait a minute. Why, how the hell? Where, how, where did Mono come from with a shatter? Like, how are, okay, how are they like, still on the point? Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. 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 That's, that's, the, that's not the justice. No. No. Yeah, and the opposite. Uh, on Hollywood, for example, I think is a good example. That was the second game we played. Yeah. Uh Justice are on defense, and again, it's just that they have a good defense going. It gets broken by Dallas and scattered. They're like flies. I yeah. I, I, I don't, where did that ahead. come from? I don't. I don't know. Um, just hard talking about the justice here a little bit. Um, hmm. I don't know where that comes from. They played so well when the initial rollout came out of two two two, and from there in season our stage four of last year, it's just crumbled. It's the same roster. They haven't really changed much. It's it's but... because Corey was able to pop off. Uh, who was their other Corey. DPS? Corey Stratus. and uh, Stratus. Stratus could play May. He he claims he's not yeah, a May one trick, power. but he's he one trick. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. they were able to play Widow May, and it was really pop or really powerful. And when you have two DPS who are that good, all you need to have is okay tanks and okay supports, and that's how they did good. But then next season comes around. We've all had two 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 for a while. Everyone kind of steps up their game, and Washington comes back with a game of, eh. and May's nerf for the most part. Like mm-hmm. May Reaper is only really the only viable time you play May, um, and that's not going to work on every map. Half the maps of Escort and High Ground, like Eichenwald, May Reaper's pretty tough on point B. It's going to be really hard to play to get High Ground with May Reaper. So if he, if he can't play that comp, then Stratus is not very good. He has the Doomfist, but his Doomfist is, this is serviceable. Mm. I don't think it's very, it's, it's average. Well, so I'm, it's not bad. I'm not trying to sit here and just shit on the Justice, but again, I'm equating it sure to... You're not trying to shit on the Justice. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, to fucking 10th place, so I'll take it. Uh... Yeah, right. <laughs> It's, it's just like whenever we have a game like this, like I'm really excited for this weekend's game where we play one of the best teams in the league, the Philadelphia Fusion. Now, do I expect yeah. to win? I'm going to be honest. No, I expect a close game, however, because we're actually going to see a game where Doha and Decay are, tr- are tested or we actually see Gamsu and No being pushed. Like, I, I'm really looking forward to playing against a good team. And getting wins against lesser teams isn't bad. You know, it, it boosts your right. numbers up in the standings, helps differential. I mean, we have a zero flat differential right now. That's yeah, not... well, a win's a win. A right. win's a win. You don't right. like schedule. Like, 
that's just they just came up on the schedule at this point in time where we happen to be on a roll, so we crushed them. Right. That's all there is to it. And we have a lot of momentum, you know, like we've been playing good for the past what three, four weeks. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm really confident that Dallas will be able to show up for this next uh, game. It's, it's just gonna be a tough yeah. one. You know, I think I think if and as we as we move along then to uh, previews of these matches, yeah, I I think you guys you guys will give them a run for their money just because of your DPS line, mm -hmm. right? I think between Sato and Gamsu, Sato, well, it, it kind of comes more down to the support line, right? Because who's Philadelphia starting supports? Is it's Funny Astro starting? Let me let me look it up, look it up, because I'm not actually sure. Uh, I want to say. It's him and God, I can name the Shocks backline. I don't really know the Fusion. Fun line. fact: Philly is actually ranked number one right now with a plus nineteen map differential. Uh, they should be. They're they're only first. So first is Philly, second is Shanghai, third is New York. Mm -hmm. uh, Makes let's sense. See, so Philadelphia Fusion roster. Boombox is he still playing? Uh, I don't think he starts. I don't think he starts for them. So what do you think? Anyway. Astro and Alarm, maybe? Yes, Alarm. That's it. Mm. Astro and Alarm are the two starters. Mm -hmm. And then Poco, yeah, Poco Note, I'm excited about. That'll be fun. Yeah, that'll be that'll be a diva battle right there. That's two really great diva. That's fucking hero, dude. Like, if you have a great diva in your team, you always have a chance. <laughs> it's true, Blizzard, though. It's you, fucking true. Grav, you thought. Pfizer, <laughs> you thought. Mm. Deadeye, you thought. I have something that stops everything. <laughs> I, I am a little worried, though, that the veterans of the Philly Fusion, because most of their team are veterans of Overwatch, uh, oh, yeah. will, I don't want to say, brain uh, our team, because we have a lot of newbies. Well, but it's half and they half. They have the god. They have the god. They have Carpe. Carpe? Yeah, I know. And like literally uh, the greatest fragger in Overwatch League history. That's all you need to know. Statistically the the, speaking, he is the, the greatest. The first man to four thousand <laughs> final blows. Oh my with the torp turn, by the way. That's amazing. I love it. That's the final thing it was. Right? You think he did that intentionally? Just, he didn't know. I don't think he really knew. He wasn't tracking it, but it's just ironic that we're in a day and age of Overwatch where fucking Torb is meta. So I'm happy <laughs> with that though. What is it, like, Ash's medal right now, dude? Like, Ash. Well, well, yeah, but I think when Widow and McCree come back, she's going to fall off this yeah. week in terms of picks. I'd, I'd, I'd be curious so. to see that or see McCree just, where she stands. I feel like McCree's just a better version. He can just spit out more damage, uh, I, I would say, faster. I mean, Dynamite is still good, but that flashbang for dives is just amazing. Well, if they you compare their ultimates, it. too, like, they're both zoning ultimates. Uh, yeah, uh, it's hard to say like Bob was a better ult than Deadeye, because Bob has so right. many opportunities to be shut down. He so. does. He can be hacked. He can be slept. He could be Matrix. He can all that stuff, right? Um, and Deadeye, I mean, if he's not being defended, obviously it's easy to shut down. But nothing you could do if there's like a Diva Matrix on him, you're kind of screwed and get you know shot. But you kind of can see you can see where it's coming. It can be blocked. So they're, they're pretty close, but I think people are more comfortable on McCree, and people are going to go to what they're more comfortable with, I think, especially someone like Carpe. Yeah. Unless unless someone on the fuel plays Ash, and then Carpe is the type. He's got a fucking ego. He'll be like, yo, you're going to play Ash? I'm going to play Ash and show you that I'm the aim hit scam god, but this and is what, you, cannot, you cannot beat me. This is what I'm looking at, though, is our roster for this week versus next week. Like, I, I'm assuming we're going to have Decay Carpe duels. Uh, I, uh hmm. Wait, who? Wait, we, who's banned next week? That. Who's banned next week? Actually, I was just about to ask you that. I meant to look, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I want to say, oh god, because all, all I've been reading about maybe was the uh, the alternating hero pools mm. that are now going to happen based on only the top level play of Overwatch, like bottom level players, like ourselves, will not have to worry about hero <laughs> ban. I, I don't so, know. I mean, I, I'm not a huge fan of that. If I'm being completely honest, I like, or I liked the idea of having to, you know, be like, okay, well, who's banned? What's a good strategy? Who's powerful this week? But I think eh. we talked we talk about that too, right? Because mm -hmm. I didn't oh, yeah. I initially didn't like that. I was like, so you ban Widow? Like, what the 
hell, no one at gold is that good of a widow anyway, so it doesn't do anything. So why do we even? Why would you even do this Which, to us? That's that's a very accurate and like it's a it makes a lot of sense. Okay, Reaper, oh. Ash, Reinhardt, Brig. Oh no, Reinhardt. No Are Reinhardt, no Brig. Are we gonna some dive? Oh yeah, let's. We have a chance this week, maybe. So okay, you're gonna well, see what? Are, you're gonna uh, see what Arissa? Or are we gonna see double shield? Let's see Arissa Sigma. Arissa, you do you really think we're gonna see Arissa Sigma? On on control points, some of these control maps, probably. I just don't know. Because like, well, we have Gomsu on or what is it, Winston? And Winston's been proven to be really good against Ash, not Ash. Oh yeah, Echo, yeah, yeah, Echo. Well, uh, so like well, you yeah, can have you, Winston yeah, you just look up in the sky and zapper. Yes, anything. <laughs> we have Diva available. We have Sigma available. So field note and we're covered. You're gonna, you're gonna see double shield and die. Okay. But there's and, there's well, no you won't see May Reaper. So mm. you'll see. But we can you'll totally see run Reaper. dive. You can, can, you gonna run dive into a, a McCree May. Ooh, McCree shit, made right. double shield. Shit. McCree made double shield. You're gonna. There's no dive happening there. <laughs> we. It's possible. Uh, oh, that's gonna be McCree May Arissa Sigma Baptiste. But Zin. I'm. I'm thinking of who Dallas is going to play though. We have Doha who picked up Echo, and I think Echo is so new that her impact is really huge. You know, like she, she's at yeah. a point where people still aren't really good at countering her. And if only Torb, Widow, McCree, double shield with Torb against an Echo. What's she gonna do? What's she gonna do? Oh, What's she gonna shoot? Should she be shield? Should we we shield do have coolest in chat reminding us that uh, cycled bands are good for owls appeal, which it's true. Oh yeah, well that cycled bands were a band aid. You're you're right, coolest. Um, they're a band aid for trying to keep the game fresh till Overwatch Two comes out. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. Yeah. Which is why I'm glad they switched it just to high level play, and and Overwatch League and let us plebs be fucking terrible on our own. Okay, we can we want to feed the as way as, we feed on our heroes. As much as I liked having the bands previously, it really is true. It's like in lower ranks, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't right matter. exactly. And, and like the heroes but, that people complain about in lower ranks, like Genji. Most people don't ever play Genji because he sucks at higher ranks. But we're we're bad in lower ranks, so we don't know how to handle a good Genji. So yeah, we're how, like, how do I shoot be... Genji? I can't. I yeah. can't. He, he's oh, yeah. No, it's so bad. And also let <laughs> let, let all of our Mercy main fr or friends that just one trick Mercy, just one trick Mercy forever. <laughs> yeah, let them let them live. Let them hold that left beam on people. That's what they love to do. <laughs> don't, don't, don't take that from them. If they just want to hold left click and press shift all day, let them do it. Not gonna lie, I thoroughly enjoy playing support when I can actually play Mercy. Uh, like in the oh, games where you and I are playing, and like we actually like, what is it? weren't you playing Ana the other night? Yeah, I was playing Ana a lot the other night. I love yeah. playing Ana. Ana and yeah. some, of my, some of my two favorite supports. To play. See, but when you play Ana, I'm like, I can play Mercy because I know he's gonna actually heal. So let's go. <laughs> like projects up there getting killed. I'm like, God damn it! <laughs> All right, there you go. You're fine. Uh, hey, hey, it's what project, we do. I, I fly around, okay? I, I like to be a little angel. Fuck, dude, what what was that where we played? I think it was on Hanamura, where, I'm not going to lie, I guarded Angel and clutched the fuck out of that fight, dude. Like... There you go. <laughs> flying everywhere, like, you can't hit me. Especially, like, the lower ranks we were talking about, a Mercy and full Guardian Angel, no one's going to be able to fucking nope. hit that. Nope. Like, it, nope, it's literally like you see Mercy ult, and you're like, well... Just <laughs> 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 let her go. Just let her go. Yo, and... It's, it's actually like a double all because you bait everyone to, to, into shooting you up there and none of them can hit you. Right. And if they do hit you, you regen too fast. So you like take three people out of the fight just by Valky. So. Man, I'm going to play some support after this too because season ends tomorrow, by the way. Uh, oh, it does? Oh, and that's, oh God, be careful though. You're gonna have, we're going to have season uh season ending throwers. Who knows? Oh, they can't Seriously? move up or down. Oh, fuck. People, have, have you not experienced that? Do you not notice that? I every. <laughs> There's levers, there's people that just pick fucking, like, Bastion on, like, for no reason. I mean, Bastion's fine, but, like, just in a situation where we don't need a Bastion. Yeah. Don't pick that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. 
Uh, I'm used to it. Over, people in Overwatch are toxic. Uh, to close on the fuel discussion, because we did get distracted, as we usually do in the show, uh, I am very excited for this weekend. Again, this match against Philly is really going to see how good we are if mm-hmm. and when we beat Philadelphia. I do think the league might finally take Dallas seriously. They are known as that team that will get our hopes up as fans and then just disappoint. And I don't think they're going to disappoint anymore. That's a pretty obvious statement. If you beat the best team in the league, of course people are going to take you seriously. Like, what? what? Of course they will. We almost like, beat SF. Oh, SF is kind of tanking right now. Oh, they're not tanking entirely. Not, not really. But see, almost, almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. So, okay. like, after... So after you almost beat the shock, no one not not saying it wasn't a good, you know, moral victory for the fuel, but no one really cares outside of Dallas. Yeah. Um if you beat if you beat the shock or you beat the fusion, then you have a whole other discussion, right? Now you can start saying people start saying, is it just the fusion we're slacking or is Dallas really that good? And I'd lean to where people would say Dallas is really that good just because you guys are on a little bit of a hot streak right now. We're on um, a hot streak and we've been playing bad teams, no offense. No, I mean, I mean, we're 17, so what the fuck can I say, dude? Like, <laughs> I don't have a defense here. Y'all are ninth for 17, so I, I've been disarmed. I have been EMP'd. <laughs> I have no ability. But, yeah, I, again, I'm looking forward to this weekend, and uh, I'm sure my boys will burn blue, and we'll do our best. Uh, moving on to our topic of the show. We're going to talk uh, moving about... on to what? the Outlaws preview against the Atlanta Reigns since you proceeded. Do, do you want to do you want to talk about okay? Yeah, <laughs> Let's go. Uh so Houston Outlaws are playing the Atlanta Reign this weekend. Uh this game is going to be oh, I don't know, Zay, take it away. We're going to get rolled, dog. Ah! Bro. <laughs> <laughs> um but the Atlanta Reign got reverse swept last week. I believe. If I right, remember the Valiant. Yeah, yeah, actually. It was surprising. So, and Atlanta's, what, 4-4? Four and four? This could be, now that I think about it, the state of both of these teams are in, Atlanta's kind of reeling after they were considered one of the best teams in the league are they really, to start off. Holy shit, they are... Okay, they have a plus, like, plus five map differential from us. But they like, Aren't they like 4-5? and five? They're 4-4. Four and four. They're the same win-loss as Dallas. Exactly. So, but remember, they were talking about the Atlanta was one of the best teams in the league about two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and they've started just losing. Mm. So, if any game is going to be a game for us to turn this ship around, especially going into next weekend, not this weekend, but the following weekend when we play, well, Taylor, that's automatically a win. What do you mean? That's a this play the Vancouver Titans in two weeks. Oh yeah, that's a dub. But my my my, my qu- <laughs> when are we starting the actual tournament though? Uh, the so the last weekend of May is when it begins or when it happens? It happens over that weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay. Okay. So like the first, like the, the play in round for North America, I think is on Friday. Um, and then Saturday they play half of, no, I think more on Friday. So Friday they play like the first round of the North American one and the play in game. And then Saturday, they do Korea and North America. And then Sunday, they do the finals, I believe. Like semifinals and finals. I, uh, uh, so then what so, we're, we're playing right now for positioning standings? Is yeah, that correct? That's the weird part. Um, we'll come back to the Outlaws and um, Rain preview. But I like talking about this tournament because I'm really excited about it. So the thing that Overwatch League is messed up on in regards to this mm. is that they're showing the site what the standings are for the tournament. Because the games we played this past weekend of May count. So you're 1-0 in tournament seeding. So you're like a number one seed right now. Because it's like a reset um, month. Everyone's zero zero. Whoever plays the best by the end of the by the last weekend in May, mm-hmm. that's how teams are seated. Like with normal tie-breaking rules of win losses and maps. So um, and, and head-to-head, of course, after that. Oh, I didn't know that they had a uh, week fifteen ready. Yeah, y'all do play Vancouver. Nice. Yeah, because the next three weeks were were printed out or sent out in a press release. Um, and oh, so and then the I, tournament starts in week sixteen. I see it. Right. So whatever, however your record was in this month of May will determine where you're seated. 
So, right, and let's say you guys go undefeated in May. Let's say you went out till the mm -hmm. tournament. You guys could be the number one seed, like, because it doesn't matter what your season standings are, which I think the tournament is cool because it gives teams something to play for. Like, like the Outlaws are 17th right now, but we're just 0-1 in uh, the month this May tournament. If we beat the Rain and then we beat Vancouver because they only be able to field, like, two players, then, <laughs> then we could be 2-1 and one and potentially, like, you know, a, a sixth seed or something. So... It, it it makes it more interesting. It makes teams, um, you know, want, has something to play for, even well, the justice or something. Like let, let's let's transition this back to the game for next week, because mm -hmm. we know that you guys are playing Atlanta and then you're playing Vancouver. If I had yep. to be a betting man, I would say you guys are going to lose against Atlanta but win against Vancouver. That would put you at one and two for this tournament. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. So then that would well, we don't know what the standings are going to be just yet. But if everybody's right. playing three times. One and two is going to be a better record than those who are zero and three. Exactly. So we probably we're pretty much guaranteed not to be a little, you know bottom seed. Yeah. I had to do the play-in game. We won't have to be the number thirteen, whatever. Just twelve and thirteen have to play to make it a twelve-team bracket. Um. So yeah. So we we don't know. We'll see. But uh, I think that's a great thing because yeah, we can be right in the middle of the pack and have a chance to maybe win it. And then if you win it, you get what three wins? I think it is three wins it's, it's for the three win. wins on top of your seasonal standings, as well as a shit ton of well, it's not a shit ton of money, but it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money, right? So there's a lot of incentive to actually win this thing. So I'm excited for it, um, but we've got to get through Atlanta. And in terms of Atlanta, they're on the skid a little bit, DPS wise. I mean, I think. And I think Baby Bay and Dante matched up. Match up, Erster and Blase. But Baby Bay's not starting for Atlanta anymore. He's just fielded in usually for like a map or two. Have you noticed oh, that they're playing so Edison and Sharp a lot? I, I did see that. I saw a lot of Sharp. Sharp's their hit scan player. Um, maybe that's why they're losing, dude. Because they got reverse swept. Yeah. So maybe there's some dysfunction on that team. And if there is, I'm not complaining. We'll take the W. <laughs> they got dysfunction. That's all I got to say about that. Truth. Uh, so I, I think we, I think we've got a shot. Um, it just, it's really going to depend on what we come out with. If we come out with double shield, if if I, if McCree and May is really the meta this week, we're not going to do very well because um, you got to put Mecha on Sigma, Muma's a, a serviceable Arissa, but Dante's going to have to play May and Blase is going to play McCree. And you, know, you already know how I feel about Blase on McCree if they don't put links in it. Let me let me deviate I, real quick. Why the mm -hmm. fuck don't we see any teams pulling a Chengdu and just playing whatever the hell they want instead of playing the meta? Because you see Chengdu's record. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if it worked, I'm sure people would do it. But Chengdu is kind of it's a fucking they're the most fun team to watch in Overwatch League, in my opinion, by far. I don't. I watch all the Chen Yu games. I watch them with the vibe because it's just some crazy shit. Like, but uh, if it worked, I think more people would do it. But it doesn't Chen work. Du, yeah, at this point, it's almost a fucking marketing ploy, right? It, to get you to watch Chen Yu games and get. I'm a fan just because of the way they play. Yeah. Um, and we, we don't have to talk about it maybe in this segment. I get a little off, off topic, but my Soul Dynasty looking like shit right now. Uh, that hasn't been good. I don't know if you meant to catch any of their games. I, I've been. I so, saw that they were kicking ass, and then they got rolled by Shanghai. And then we got they got rolled by Guangzhou. Fuck their 18th place. I did not know that. Holy shit. Yep. Seoul Three wins, went from eight like, losses. Damn. So they all they can play is if it's not double shield meta. Seoul will win this week. There's amazing at double shield meta, but that's about it. Aww. So that was a surprise to a lot of people. Going to the Seoul Dynasty page on the Overwatch League like website, they still have their homestand ad up, and they were supposed to have one this weekend. Oof. Oof. That's sucks. All that lost revenue, all of that lost hype. Bruh, Korea, man. Korean, I would have loved to see the Seoul homestand. That would have been sick. It's packed, too. That'd, yeah. Who do they play this week? Uh, they play the Shanghai this week. Soul does? Soul does. Shit, they're gonna get rolled again, dude. <laughs> they they, they, they were gonna play them at their homestand? Uh is that yeah. Be this week? Yep. I guess you don't get to get blown out in front of your home crowd. <laughs> I still fucking remember there. like when we were in Dallas and it was like, and you guys play the San Francisco Shock, and I'm like Uh 
it's not going to be very loud for that game. There'll be very few <laughs> tears. You select tears, and everyone's just like, mm, "Let's let, let's go back and finish up about the Atlanta Houston game." I don't think you guys are going to win. I'm going to be honest, but I do think that you do have a chance to win. And I don't want to act like it's going to be a complete roll by Atlanta. The Atlanta Reign are a team that I feel they were strong and they kind of lost their way. And we're seeing this with a lot of teams that are dealing with momentum for this league right now. Momentum is carrying a lot of teams really far. Uh, and I yep. think that Dallas has it. Philly has it, which, I want, which is why I want to see them play. And Atlanta does not have that momentum. So Houston has an opportunity. It comes down to the the momentum of both teams are falling. Which one hits the ground first? Like, Bingo. You don't want to be hit the ground so you kick the other person to the ground before you get there absolutely <laughs> that's what it's, it's gonna be we're gonna see a lot of mistakes it's gonna probably be not the best overwatch but i think we can pull it out yeah. i think it would be a, it would be a three two if houston wins it, Ooh, it wouldn't be a game three five game five houston wins okay i, I could be really be really fucking bold and go game six because we're no. gonna tie a map no <laughs> no i i'm so over draws dude i am so over draws like whenever i play a comp if I draw, it feels like a waste of time. I'm sorry. Yo, of course, we draw one time we were playing. Did we? Mm -hmm. Was it us? Hanamura? I, I think it was Hanamura, yeah. Point two. And we were just like, well, that was 25 minutes of my life that I won't get back. Right? Don't forget the waiting in queue part. Ugh. Oh, yeah. That's right, because I queued DPS, so we had to wait for like 10 minutes. I, <laughs> I, I really can't wait for them to fix 2CP. I, I know that it's something that they're trying what to do, but... Would you be okay with just removing it and replacing it with the new push game mode in Overwatch 2? I need to play push before I can make that decision. That's fair. That's fair. I, from what I've seen, I love it. I would rather do push. It's, it's kind of like a a weird version of capture the flag, but you're mm. capturing this robot and carrying it back push, to your base. The thing about push that stresses me out, though, is that it's always on. Like, there is no... Well, I mean, there will be breaks when everybody dies... But because fights can right. happen anywhere, it, uh, I, I love that part. As yeah. a tracer player, oh I yeah, <laughs> and wait, like this mercy's coming around this corner and assassinate him and go away like some fucking animated. I'm looking forward to seeing strats and push, but uh, we're not there yet. Any any last thoughts about the Atlanta Houston game? You think they're gonna go three two? I think three, three two, two outlaws. Three two outlaws win. Okay, and okay. we did it. I can live with that. Uh, with that being said, let's move on to the last part of our podcast, where we're going to talk briefly about the Lone Star Showdown, a three-week event that started this week, actually, uh, hosted by, well, kind of by Dallas, but weirdly enough, uh, sponsored by Samsung. Thanks, Daddy Samsung, for finally investing in Overwatch. Uh, right. HGB was a big part, too. HGB logo yeah. was plastered all over. Street. There's a there's been and favorite commercials were the annoying commercial in this because yeah, ran <laughs> a favorite commercial every time it went to break. Apparently they it. had a like a deal where you could like get a favor delivery for free or something. Yeah, yeah. Fuel ten, fuel ten was the code if you get ten dollars off your first order. Nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, for good for people. You, I've used favor way too much. All those codes don't work for me. It'll never be my first order ever Same. again. <laughs> My first order days are over. I don't get those kind of signups. Dude, I, I get my groceries with favor nowadays, dude. Like, I don't leave the house. I don't need to. <laughs> Stay safe. Stay safe, <laughs> But, yeah, no. Uh, uh, so, this is a three-week event with a lot of fun things on the side. Like, it's aside from actual Overwatch happening, there's been, like, a legitimate docu-series about the Dallas Fuel and, like, their rivalry with the Outlaws, which is really fucking cool. Uh, it's happening yeah. over the next few weeks. So, like, well, I think it's one episode was this week. The next one is the next week, and the next one is the week after that. Uh, it's the actual Overwatch part of it are a bunch of, like, 1v1s, 3v3s with the team. I think we're having, like, an actual exhibition. Is this going to be, like, the next Battle for Texas? I'm okay with, like, having another one at the end of the month. Uh, yes, I think Overwatch League has finally fucking realized, like, hello, we have a rivalry here. People want to see this. Right. Let's keep doing it. Uh, and it looks like they are. So, like, you described it completely right. There'll be three weekends, um, each one having an exhibition match, and the final weekend of the month of May will be the showdown, which is um, just going to be a battle between both teams in a regular Overwatch series. 
Um, but it won't count the, for our standings, right? This is just exhibition. No, this is just an exhibition. Who's the best in Texas? It will not count towards anything Overwatch League related. Mm. Um, so this past weekend, we had the, the way the series goes is that um, there are three. Though it's a best of five events. Five um, events, like plural. Yeah. So, okay. so our five maps, I guess you could say. So, okay, here we go. So, it's go ahead, go the ahead. Best duels. I'm trying to think the best word to use here. So, there were one v one duels that happened, right? Mm-hmm. And it was a best of five of one v one duels. Um, and then after that, you had the um, uh, three v three challenge. Okay. Right. Three v three elimination. So, so what ended up happening is basically. So we'll put it this way: the fuel won the individual challenge, right? Yeah, they did. <laughs> so the, the, the... I have to. I have to. You know, I have to. Events <laughs> were tracer, tracer duel, which was Dante versus Decay. Okay. Uh, match really close. Uh, Dante came out to an early lead. Decay stepped up and came back, ended up beating Dante, um, five three. So it's bet first to five. Each of these one v one. That's what I meant to say earlier. First to five at each one v one. Um, so Dallas was up one in that regard. Um, the next thing we had was the Doomfist battle. Blase and Doha, right? Blase and Doha. Really good matchup. Blase was dominating, went up 4-1, and then Doha brought it all the way back to 4-4, four, four, and then Blase closed it out in the last match, nice. you know, round nine. Nice. To, t- to-, to tie it up 1-1. Um, then we had the Reinhardt battle. That was fucking sad. Uh, Gamsu <laughs> Muma in the Reinhardt battle. So Muma was trying to be like, so Muma thought, I, you could tell Muma wanted to play it a certain way. Because the way you win the Reinhardt battle was fire strikes. Mm. Because if you just swing on the other Reinhardt, you're both going to die at the same time. It's too random. So you basically fire strike. And then if you hit the other Reinhardt, you're up in the lead and you just swing at him because he'll never be able to do damage. Right. So Gamsu was smart and started doing that. Muma just wanted to like walk in and swing and do charges. And Gamsu was like, nah, I'm just gonna stand back here and do fire strikes all the time. <laughs> and on round three, Muma proceeded to go and just stand there Aww. and not move. Aww. And then Gamsu fire strike and Muma would just walk out the way and Muma would just stand there. Clearly not wanting to play the game. And I'm like, Muma, really? Now you're just being an asshole. He was, and then he, he like basically let Gamsu kill him. like. He fire strikes him, then Gamsu charged him, and he died. That's not fun. And then the, yeah, and then the last round, Muma just charged straight at Gamsu, and Gamsu moved out the way and then charged him and killed him. So it was basically Muma through. So that put Dallas up 2 1. Then we go to the Zenyatta duel. Who was that? Crimzo Rappel, and Rappel? Rappel and Crimzo. Okay. Crimzo goes up 3 nothing. And I love this hearing this story because um, they didn't show us match chat. They didn't have it up. So all Uber, Uber and Jake were casting this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Uber says, so Crimson goes up 3-0. And then, all, and then Crimson starts talking shit in the chat, basically saying, like, I'm the better Zen. I'm, you know, I'm Zen number one here. All Rappel types in the chat is, let's go. <laughs> oh, shit. And he just says, let's go. And then proceeds to the next fight. Uh, Crimson has the right click. He dodges two tap Discord two Ooh. headshots, <laughs> and then he comes back again. So this time they move. They're on what's the wooded area? Uh, one v one map. With I know trees. what you're talking about. Uh, you're, you're arriving at not Chateau Guillard. Shit, uh, Necropolis. No, no. Fuck. no it, it's, yeah, but you know, it's like it's all woods. Right? I know. And I know what map you're talking about. I know what map you're talking right, about. Right. Right. And if you play Overwatch, guys, you listen to this later, you kind of know what map I'm talking about. The big wooded area that only plays on 1v1. You never see it anywhere else. Right. Um, so they're on that. And then the second, or the, I guess is at this point, it's round five. Crimson's up 3-1. They both go up to the high ground. And uh, Crimson tries to go, like, because what you don't realize is when you're right-clicking at Zen, people can hear you. Because mm-hmm. you can hear the charge. Right. If you if you don't, Zen is, you can't hear Zen. He has no footsteps. So Crimzo is coming around the corner, right clicking, and <laughs> Rappel's already hiding in the corner. And as soon as Crimzo peeks, ding ding, Ooh. and everyone's like, "Whoa!" And Crimzo's like, puts in chat, according to Uber, check his mouse. He's cheating." Uh. No <laughs> <laughs> he gets, he gets I love how toxic Crimzo is, dude. 
and this proceeds to happen, and Crimson does not win another round, and Oof. Raquel wins it five three. Oof. He goes on a five round win streak to beat him, and. Uh, Rappel said um, after the match, or I guess in an interview or something, he was like, yeah, I had to focus. I told my team to shut up in comms. The Allah players were there all in the same like Discord or something, mm-hmm. and they were talking, and he basically told them to shut up. And then he said, let's go. And that's Fuck, what he was. dude. I, I love that like, you hear like, fucking pro stories like this. Like, uh, I wasn't taking it seriously, but then I took it seriously. Seriously, yeah, right. <laughs> Cause it wasn't he wasn't. But then Crimzo, of course, Crimzo, he won the first two rounds, teabagging every time. Sorry, tactical crouching <laughs> every time. He started tactical crouching a little too much, and Rappel got fed up. That was my favorite match, just because one the comeback and two like the story behind it. That was one oh, of the yeah. matches or the story behind it. Um, so now it's tied two two. The Outlaws have won the Doomfist Zen. The Fuel have won the the Tracer Reinhardt. It Hold comes on. down to Hold three. On. Question in chat Discord, they're allowed to use that? This is a team speak organization. Thank you. Okay, okay. We're 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 probably sponsored by TeamSpeak, the program that we all thought was dead, but apparently not. Get your official <laughs> Overwatch League badge using code uh using hashtag TeamSpeak Al twenty something. Oh my god. What the fuck? Who I didn't even know TeamSpeak was honestly a thing and that's how they got sponsored and I'm like uh, Wait, are you? You're that. You know, you've used Teamspeak before, have you? Have no, you no. Wow. I I know I know what Teamspeak is, but like I I wasn't a PC gamer when it was the thing. I I, I really yeah. I wasn't either until I, I just had friends who had it. You had to you had to get a server. You had to like rent it. Like you had to do everything yourself. It was a manual setup. No, thank like, you. Discord, I like Discord. Discord. Discord destroyed the entire market. That's why you don't hear TeamSpeak anymore. They're like, oh shit, we should stop charging people for this when Discord does it all. They charge you guys for that? Yeah. Well, like after a certain number of people, because it was a private chant, everything was private. And it was so hard to use, dude. Because I was like, you have to know your server's IP. It was tough. Let's see, there but we go. Discord... Discord's free. Discord's exactly. available. Uh what, what, let's let's keep going on the on the field now because we're running out of time. Right. Anyway, so um, yes. Yeah, so it's it's tied up. It's the McCree battle. Our hit scan specialist, the Dinkser, uh-huh. Linkser, uh-huh. versus Zachary, the bench player for the Dallas Fuel. Wait, Zach got play time. Zachary was your McCree anchor. But we have we have Doha for that. He already played. He played Doomfist. Uh, AKM. I guess he was. I don't know. Probably playing Valorant. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, so we saw Zachary for the first time all season. How did he do? He defeated our best hit scan player. Wait, seriously? Yeah, Zachary beat Linkser in the McCree one v one five to three. I, I I'm surprised, but let's go, Zach. <laughs> it, it, it was, I was talk. I was I was upset. This is our hit scan player. This is the guy who started last week. And he can't beat a bitch player on his signature hero. I want mm. Widow's a signature hero. McCree is the same kind of hit scan. Did he at least and come then, close, or was it just like a... a it, no, it wasn't was a stop. No, it was very back and forth. It was... Okay. Um, it was 1-1, one, one, then 2-1, one, then 2-3. Mm. It, it, was, it, was, it was real back and forth. It was very back and forth. And they were all close. Like, each McCree... There was no, like, headshot, headshot. McCree didn't get hit kind of right. thing. Each McCree was really low when it was over. But yes... Zachary won winning the individual games for that, for the match. Um, which then allowed the uh, Dallas Fuel to get first selection on map in the 3v3 part. And that's on all uh, the arcade the, maps, right? That's on all the arcade maps, right. Okay. So, um, so yeah, then there was a 3v3 tournament that happened, and uh, Dallas did end up winning that as well let's go um, it, 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 it was it, it was it, it was pretty fun to watch though because once you won with a set of three heroes you could not choose those heroes again oh yeah i haven't so, played elimination in so fucking long dude yeah yeah so it was really fun to watch it's probably it, a, a lot happened it's probably too much for me to go into every detail of every round but um it was close and the um so it, it was best of five and each map was a best of five, I believe. Okay. So 
yeah, each map was a best of five, and you win three games, you win that map. First one to win three maps wins it. Well, uh, I it, it, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, it, it, Dallas got to sleep. So weekend one, Dallas won, hit the one-two punch and beat the Outlaws. But it was really fun to watch. I enjoyed seeing some play time from people that you didn't get to see. AKM did not play, nor a Harry Hook for you guys. Well, Harry's seen stage time this season, so it's not like he's completely okay. invisible. Yeah, um, actually, Zachary didn't play for y'all either in the in the three v three. Now that I think about it, yeah, he didn't play. But uh, hydration oh. for us played. Oh, okay, one. that's good. Yeah. Hydration played the tank because you get that one tank, one DPS, one support. That was locked, so you had to do that. And hydration played on a map, so that was pretty cool. Uh, he's he's playing the tank at Roadhog. He's a really good Roadhog. We we won that map, I believe. But yeah, it was fun to watch. I enjoyed it. my overall assumption for having watched all of it is that I really liked it and I enjoyed um, seeing something outside of general Overwatch that we've seen in the Overwatch League. And I hope they do more of this kind of stuff between teams and potential rival teams. It's it's really fun to watch, especially with Houston Dallas because the rivalry is there. I tell I told you already how much shit they were talking to each other in the match chat. <laughs> like it, it's a huge rivalry, and and I hope it continues. And I'm glad to see it coming up next weekend. I'm not sure if the format will be the same next weekend with new heroes. I'm not sure with the widow or something, but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but I'm really looking forward to next week. We have a bunch of great games coming up next week, and then of course week two of the One Star Showdown. But that's next week. Right now we are here because this. Husband Texas Watch, your source for Overwatch League news and discussion for the Houston Outlaws and the Dallas Fuel. I'm your host, Project. Joining me is AXO. And until next time, let's make Texas proud. Yeehaw!